Welcome back, boys and girls, to the Paranormal Rabbit Hole. We're back at it again. Yes, again, with another, well, another strange tale. Um, tonight, we're going to talk about the Beast of Gévaudan. Now, this is something I've been interested in for a while. Um, the Beast of Gévaudan was, of course, uh, covered in the very, very cool movie, the Brotherhood of the Wolf. It's actually been covered in a French TV series, uh, several novels, and it's realistically it's it's a strange tale, and it's very it's very peculiar because we have something that is sort of wolf like, but not really a wolf, and it's been you know speculated on by several different things. The History Channel, uh, I think maybe a I think maybe Monster Quest did one. Uh, I know a few places have talked about it, uh, a few paranormal shows on Amazon, Amazon Prime, if you have that. There are some really great paranormal, paranormal documentaries. Seth Breedlove with his Small Town Monsters. That's a great series. I suggest you watch it because it's got a great, a lot of great content for cryptids. Uh, Mothman, uh, Beast of Bray Road, Momo. And so on and so forth. Uh, one of my favorites is The Invasion of Chestnut Hill. Love it. Seth Breedlove, I'm a huge fan. And if you ever listen, I'd love to have you on. Uh, I would also like to get uh, the last remi- re- uh, surviving Sutton uh, on. That would be a great interview. I'd love to interview her and uh, and speak to her. It'd be really, it'd be really awesome. Anyways. Boys and girls, the Beast of Gévaudan, this this is something that is just beyond bizarre for a cryptid uh, because it's just, it's been described in many different ways. Like some people say it was just a really big wolf. Um, you know, there's been speculation that it may have been a hyena. I think uh, History Channel talked about that and, and or a lion. And all those could actually be possible because at the time period that this took place in 17, it was 1764 when the first attack happened. Um, and we'll get into that attack in just a second. But in 1764, there were very much traveling menageries where a tiger, a lion, uh, some exotic animal from uh, Africa or, or Asia could have, uh, or Russia even, Ru- Russian animals, uh, could have uh, been in a menagerie or a circus-type traveling show or purchased by kings because kings used to have menageries and really cool and strange. But, I mean, these are probably shitty cages that they had these animals in. So, I mean, I can't say they were cool. But a lot of royalty had menageries of animals from exotic lands that they could show off. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, it, it was... A weird time, but they would have these miniature zoos, and so maybe something got loose from a, a rich landowner's exotic collection, or uh, they were traveling and something got loose, and it was a lion or a hyena, just a strange animal. But what was reported is that uh, one day in June 1764 in the forests of Javoudon, a mountainous region uh, of the south-central French, uh, or south-central France, a young woman tending to cows looked up to see a hideous beast bearing down on her. Uh, the size of a cow or donkey, the creature resembled an enormous wolf. Her dogs fled, but the cattle drove the beast off with their horns. The woman would prove considerably more fortunate than most witnesses of what became known as the Beast of Gévaudan. So, 
we're going to talk about that first, that first victim. Uh, Marie Jean Valet. I think it's Marie Jean Valet. Uh, she was tending to her herd in uh, La Rogne in the eastern part of Gévaudan. So it was uh, in the forest of La Rogne. Uh, and, and from what I understand, it charged, it, she said it, she saw a beast like a wolf, yet not a wolf come at her. Uh, and the bulls of the herd charged at the beast, keeping it at bay. They drove it off after it attacked a second time. So what happened is the bees came at him, attacked, and they were like, oh, fuck off, dude. Uh, this is our human. We're protecting her. She's our homie. Uh, she takes good care of us. She gives us the, the perfect hay. Uh, she comes around and pets our heads and says, you guys did a good job today eating that grass. Keep it up. And we like that motivation. All right, so back up off our human. Uh, she gives us the good feed, you know, the, the good stuff. It's tasty. Um, so another another victim would be uh, recorded after uh, after this. Jean Boulet was killed in the village of Le, Le Houbat and Le Rone, uh near La Rone. So uh, basically, this thing showed up ready to eat humans. Uh, pretty big, apparently, because it was the size of a uh, cow or donkey. <coughs> Ooh, a little water there for me. Size of a cow or donkey, and it scared off some dogs. Um, most dogs in, in that time had probably been trained to be able to guard uh, flocks from from wolves, so they would know to protect from wolves. Uh, they would pretty much give their lives to protect the herd from wolves. Um, and most often that was what would happen to these dogs is they'd basically be fodder to being attacked. Uh, but it, it, these dogs took off because they were terrified. They 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 didn't give a shit. They were like, nah, sorry, peace out. This this thing is is nuts. Look at that. That is huge. That looks like a wolf, but it's not even a wolf. It's like a thing. It's a big, ugly monster thing. But the, what, what? And then, boom! Shortly after that, a small, uh, a fourteen-year-old in a village nearby phew, killed. So, uh, before long, the mangled bodies of shepherd men, women, and especially children reportedly littered the landscape. The first victim was a little girl who was found in July, and her heart ripped from her body. Uh, the killing resumed in late August. So she was found in July. That next victim. Uh, the first official victim. So it was a girl. Uh, man, that's with her heart ripped from her body. Okay, so the heart was ripped from the body. Let's hang on to that and see if that is something that persists. Uh, I don't know if that's something that persists in the legends, but. The killings resumed in late August, early September, and soon the creature was fearlessly attacking groups of men. Uh, the terrified peasantry were soon uh, were certain. Sorry, I skipped back up a line, uh, but they were certain that a group uh, of uh, loup garou, werewolf in in French, uh, was abroad in the land. Uh, these rumors gained credence when individuals who had shot or stabbed the creature reported that it seemed almost impervious to human weapons. 
On October 8th, after two hunters pumped several rifle balls into a form a distance of 10 paces, uh, the creature limped off when word of the incident spread. It was believed briefly that the beast had gone off to die, but within a day or two, it was killing again. Uh, the Paris Gazette summarized witness descriptions of the beast. It was much higher than a wolf, low before, uh, and his feet are armed with talons. His hair is reddish, his head is large, and the muzzle is shaped like that of a greyhound. Uh, his ears are small and straight. His breast is wide and gray, and his back is streaked with black. So... <sighs> I mean that sounds that could be a hyena. I mean it sounds like hyenas kind of have that gray found, greyhound looking face. Uh, I, I you know I've never looked at a hyena's paws before. That's something I would love to. Let's let's look. Let's hang on a second. Let's do this together. Let's look together. I mean you guys can't. Well I mean you guys can look as well. Uh, it's like a dog paw realistically so i don't know if it'd be huge talons so what would have huge talons i mean a lion would but it wouldn't have a face like a greyhound maybe a cheetah because maybe they're assuming a greyhound it was a small face but i mean a hyena has a greyhound looking face it's i mean it's just a little fatter to to be honest uh and and they do they kind of have that that same look in in it so it's kind of funny you know what i mean a hyena kind of has the same kind of a I, I could imagine they would be seeing that i mean man Talons, though. That's a good one. That's a... Uh, hmm. I'm trying to think of any cats, any large cats alive right now currently that have a greyhound-like face. Maybe a lion. Maybe it was a lion. Because, I mean, talons. You know, that, that the talons kind of throw you off. Hair was reddish. His head was large. The muzzle is shaped like that of a greyhound. So it would be a long muzzle. So maybe it could be a lion because it was long. Huh. Sharp teeth. Large mouth. Uh, wide and gray. So that, man, hyenas have a kind of a broad chest. Uh... So, I mean, and they well, I mean, here even on June sixth, seventeen sixty-five, uh, the Saint James Chronicle, an English periodical, remarked, "It appears that he is neither a wolf, tiger, nor hyena, but probably a mongrel generated between the last two and forming, as it were, a new species." So, let's see. If we could find a 
a hybrid of that, what it would look like. I mean, that would be the most... I'm kind of like a mix between maybe a Tasmanian tiger. Actually, that would that would make sense. A thylacine would make would make perfect sense. It it, it has a long snout, you know, a. a It has a, a huge snout, big sharp. I mean, their teeth are huge. If you have, if you've ever look at the video of the last the last Tasmanian tiger, so so sad, so very sad to see. But I mean, they they had huge mouths, um, and and big. Uh, they had huge mouths, almost tiger like paws. But I mean, that could be it. It could have been a Tasmanian tiger. Uh, so, I mean, just, God, some man, that's crazy. So, uh, after frightening the public with a public attack on two children who were bitten and torn even as older youths slashed at the creature with pitchforks and knives, uh, an appeal was sent to the Royal Court of Versailles. Uh, King Louis XV dispatched a troop of light cavalry under the direction of Captain Duhamel to the region. Duhamel ordered several of his men to dress as women on the theory that the creature was especially attracted to females. Okay, that's a peculiar thing. Maybe it targeted them as easier prey than men, uh, less chance to fight back. <clears throat> Even though if I, if I remember the Marie Valet, she's supposedly you know, had a stick that she stabbed the beast with. And so she wasn't easy to take down. She was a bad bitch. Uh, and that's, that's right. Ladies, you could do it too. You don't forget. You could take out the beast of Jevedon with, with your homeboy cows, uh, or bulls, because this was the bulls of the herd that protected her. So make friends like feed and, and be nice to your bulls. Like you could give them a massage, like the Wagyu in, in Japan, they get massages. Like that's insane. They massage their cows. Uh, I mean, they, that's part of, part of the, the whole, it's a whole process, but it, and, you know, make them your best buddies and they'll protect you from a giant wolf-like tiger demon creature. Uh, so anyways, um, also you can get cow's milk, uh, if you have the cows for them too. Uh, and then if you have babies, you can keep the tradition going and have great protective cow bull creatures. Anyways. That's going on too long. Let's move on. Uh, but yeah, Captain Duhamel had his people dress as women to see if that would be what attracted the beast in the first place. Is that he was like, "Oh, yes, young ladies, at this time are easier meals. Let's uh, let's do this. Let's eat. Let's eat. It's dinner time." Uh, the hunter spotted the beast a number of times and shot at it, but it always managed to escape. Uh, finally, when the slaughter seemed to have ceased, Duhamel thought the beast had died of its wounds. After he and his dragoons departed, however, the killings resumed. So it knew a different type of hunter was was on its tail, and it began to wisen up and say, Nah, dog, I 
think I think I'm gonna just chill out for a bit. Uh So something funny. Uh, just kind of picking that up from what was just said. Uh, he he said that. I mean, even this it says that you know the farmers didn't help Duhamel. You know, they didn't help him out. Uh, his guards were pretty much incompetent as well. So something else, they said that the beast stopped hunting for a time and, uh, even serial killers once, you know, once they feel like they're being watched a little closer, they'll, uh, they'll kind of stop their activity. And it's kind of a weird particular thing that they do. Um, fucking serial killers. Anyways, uh, just you know, just a thought. Maybe, maybe there was somebody controlling it, and they were like, "Okay, we're getting kind of close to being discovered here." Because they even do that in movies too. They they kind of add that thing where the the guy's like, "Okay, I'm gonna slow down what I'm doing, and then I'm gonna go back." Uh, it's weird. It's weird that they do that. Anyways, there was a huge reward for slaying the beast. Uh, they even hired a professional wolf tracker. Uh, Jean Charles Mark and Antoine, uh, and that's where we're gonna stop. And his son Jean Francois. Uh, Captain Duhamel was forced to stand down and return to headquarters in Clermont-Ferrand and uh, cooperating with the Enneval, I don't know, uh, was impossible and as the two uh, differed too much on their strategies. Duhamel organized wolf hunting parties uh, while Jean, Jean-Marc Antoine would... Uh, he and his son believed the beast could only be shot using stealthy techniques. So the father and son arrived in uh, on February in 1765, bringing eight bloodhounds that had been trained for wolf hunting over the next month. They hunted the Eurasian wolves, uh, believing that uh, one or more of these animals was the beast. Contexting uh, continued, however, and uh, they were replaced in 1765 by, by uh, Francois and Antoine, uh, Antone, actually, I'm sorry, that is wrong, and I should not have said that like that, Antone, but, uh, basically, these were the king's hunting men, so, uh, on September 20th, I think it was, uh, uh, you know, Actually, let's go back because uh, there was, you know, they they had some of them. Uh, They were sent by the king and badly wounded the beast, but nothing seemed to stop it. During the summer of 1765, the massacre of children was especially fierce. 
So basically saying that uh, even when the Kingsmen and on September 20th, uh, you know, he killed a large gray wolf measuring 80 centimeters, uh, 31 inches high. Uh, basically, it was five feet, seven inches long. Damn. <laughs> Damn. That's a that's a big wolf. Uh, and weighing six, uh, 130 pounds. Uh, the wolf was named Loup de Chaz for the nearby Abbey de Chaz. I don't know if that's correct, but that's how I'm saying it, and I apologize. Uh, basically, even he said this was a large wolf, and it had a double set of dew claws, which is a hereditary for a, a certain dog breed, actually, that comes from uh, France. So, uh, But he returned to, repair, to Paris and received uh, a sum of over uh, 90,000 livers for as well as fame, title, and rewards. But on December 2nd, um, on December 2nd, that's when two boys, uh, ages 6 and 12, were attacked, suggesting that the beast was still alive. The beast tried to capture the youngest, but was successfully fought off by the older boy. Soon after, successful attacks followed on some of the shepherds, uh, and they witnessed that the beast showed no fear around cattle at all. A dozen more deaths had reportedly followed uh, attacks near Le Bessier St. Mary. So, basically, all these guys came in and said, Hey, We're gonna get this done, you know. We're gonna we're gonna solve this for you. Eh, wrong. They didn't. They did not. So, uh, you know, it, it just came back again and started killing in in December. Uh, and you know, people are still witnessing this. Uh, so. Then we have uh, the events reached a climax in, in June 1767 when Marquis d'Archer, who uh, lived in the western part of Gévaudan, brought together several hundred hunters and, tr- and trackers who fanned out in smaller bands over the countryside on the evening of June 19th. Uh, the beast charged members of one band, Jean Castile, who had taken the beast with... who had taken the beast, uh, the precaution of loading his weapon with uh, silver bullets on the assumption that the beast was a loop guru, a werewolf, and fired on it twice. The second shot hit it squarely in the heart and killed it. When the creature was gutted, the collarbones of a young girl were discovered from its stomach. Uh, By the time of its death, it had killed some 60 persons. The state had expanded over uh, 29,000 livers to... uh, which is, you know, basically a small fortune. It was paraded through the region for the next two weeks and uh, packed up and sent to Versailles. It began to putrefy when it reached the court. Uh, the stench was unbearable. And uh, the king ordered Castile to dispose of the remains and they were buried somewhere in the French countryside and have never been recovered. Though the story, sto- the story sounds like something out of a horror movie, 
there's no question that it happened. Many wildlife authorities believe the reported attacks on human beings by wolves, uh, if the beast was indeed a wolf, albeit larger and more aggressive than most, uh, are sufficiently suspect. Uh, uh, Roger A. Curris observes, most can probably be discounted out of hand. Uh, yet mythology and exaggeration notwithstanding, there are widespread and seemingly credible reports of rapacious wolves, especially in the days before firearms. Uh, in the study of the relationship on human attacking wolf reports to werewolf legends, WMS and Claire Russell write that modern wolves have had many generations' experience of firearms. They're likely to be more cautious than their ancestors. You know, uh, and, and at that time, firearms weren't wi widely spread through, through you know, the, uh, the citizens, uh, uh, the farmers and the citizens of, of France. You know, it was a more of a military weapon, and the citizens had pitchforks and, you know, rakes and shovels and hoes and all that stuff that they, you know, would use as their weapons, uh, you know, daggers and knives mostly, and, and maybe old swords if they had them, but they didn't have, they didn't have very many firearms during the 1700s. That wasn't something that was widely distributed at that time. Uh, some did and some didn't, you know, it just depended on how much money you had. Um, but it, it's one of those that this thing, this thing killed so many people. Like, I mean, it, it has, it has a body count. Uh, I mean, it, it, apparently, I mean, apparently they didn't keep too much of a record of, of how many people it killed really. But, uh, man. So we have these, these guys coming in and they chase down one that they think is it. And it's not it because it keeps killing. And then they have another guy because, Oh, well this guy Duhamel is not succeeding. You know, uh, he was, you know, basically one of our best, our best soldiers and he couldn't kill this thing. And now we're going to send in these two hunters. Well, these two hunters shot a wolf, but that's not the one because now these attacks have, they've left and these, these attacks have come back again. It's, you know, something is killing all these shepherds and women and, and children uh, and then you got uh, Antoine who who killed a wolf that was you know very you know, big ass wolf he said you know it was very large uh, and then went back and killed its its mate and two grown pups and that these were also larger than normal uh, but I mean why, why can't this be a thylacine that it, that it escaped from the zoo and you know just kind of started surviving on little kids and attacking little kids and then got bigger. And, you know, I mean, how, how big did they get? How big did, did those things get? Did they get large? Were people smaller? I mean, people were shorter back in the day. So I think if I'm correct, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. It's, it's science. Um, <laughs> But I also think people were, were actually realistically shorter back in the day. There was a common height of around 5'7". I don't know. I don't know about that. That's still, don't believe me on that, okay? Don't quote me on that. I'm not I'm not that kind of a history buff. My my history is limited to cryptids, as you can tell. Uh, but, man, I mean, what? 
and, it, and it's kind of a mix of a tiger and a hyena and a wolf. So what the frig is this thing? A thylacine would be a great match for that. Big, long snout, you know, big teeth. Um, its feet could have some pretty intimidating claws from, from the videos I'd seen of it. Uh, you know, and it could have the, that red and, and black stripes down its back. And, and so, or a hyena. And I mean, it, it look, this thing, this animal is not some kind of like strange supernatural beast. It is, it is, it is what most of us are trying to figure out is what was it really? Was it some kind of large wolf that had just, you know, eaten and gotten huge? Was it a lion? Was it a, a tiger? Was it a, a, was it a bear? <laughs> um, I mean, you know, and, and they knew about lions and bears and tigers and, and wolves and hyenas and, and, and animals like that. So what's to say it wasn't some kind of, you know, a, a thylacine? At that time, they still existed. That That's not, it's not crazy. And I mean, how big did those things get? What was the largest, you know, Tasmanian tiger to ever exist? And and you know, was it at that time? I mean, heck, I know in in North America they had these we had these huge, huge like if they sat on their hind legs like your cat does when it's waiting for you to come pet it, and it's you know sitting straight up on its butt with its you know it, they were like six feet tall, like these huge, huge uh, cave dwelling panthers, like giant. So you know who's to say that there's not a huge Tasmanian tiger. Let's see. So, uh, Man, it's not really showing me some of the stats. It does say they get pretty damn big, though. So, I mean, it could be. It could be. If it got big enough. And, I mean, these things look when they are fat and happy. They look, I mean, it doesn't look like it's that big though. I mean, realistically, it'd have to be a pretty, man, I don't know. Maybe it was a thylacine. Maybe it was some other type of thylacine. Uh, you know, like, like a reptilian style, big mouthed creature. But a, a, a thylacine, yeah. And, and I mean, dude, these things are wicked. Tasmanian tigers are so freaking cool. Um, but it would be a wolf, but not a wolf. Uh, so, yeah, who knows? Man, this is just, it kills me to not be able to really and depthly think of what kind of creature this could be other than hyena or thylacine or just maybe a very large species of wolf. 
um, from another part of the country or another part of Europe or, or, or Asian continent. Very curious, very curious. And I mean, to be this big, to it, and it was big enough to confuse these people of, you know, it was a wolf, but it wasn't a wolf. They knew, they knew this thing was large enough to, to be, you know, a wolf, but they were like, it's not a wolf though. It's bigger. It's, you know, just, it was, apparently it was more massive than the, the normal wolves that they were used to. Um, and then they had also found wolves that they were used to in the area that were larger than the norm, the norm. So who's to say that it wasn't just wolves? Uh, you know, I mean, apparently when they finally shot this one wolf, it stopped. That's it. That was, you know, the last of it. They found it and, you know, killed it. Found a collarbone of a young girl inside of it, which is terrifying to think. But, uh, I mean, just insane, insane, man. Wow. And, and this happened in the 1700s. Boys and girls, look it up. It's great. Interesting story. The Brotherhood of the Wolf is a great movie. Again, it's just a fictitious take on the events of the beast's uh, reign of terror on Gévaudan. And it's, it's, an, it's a great movie, but again, it's just kind of a made-up movie. Uh, made up story. Great though, really cool, and it 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 got me interested in the, in the real story, uh, of the beast. And I mean, and here we are today. I'm doing a podcast about the beast of Jevudal. Uh, and we spoke about Duhamel and his uh, what would that be? Transvestite uh, soldiers that were they were trying to use a a. They're trying to be drag queens for a day. They failed, obviously, because the wolf was like, nah, you don't you don't look like women. You don't look good at all. Even there are transvestites in the future that look better than you, and they are fashionistas. They're working it, all right? And you're not. You're terrible. RuPaul that shit, okay? You gotta get yeah, you gotta get something going on here, and you what you don't have it. You just have a bonnet and long hair, and you still look like a man. Sorry. I don't buy it. I'm not gonna attack you. You know, you just didn't, you didn't wow me. There was no makeup. There was no hair. You didn't even try to run the runway. You just sat there and, and threatened me with a pitchfork. I was on to you. <laughs> That's what he said anyways. That's what I like to think. The Beast was, you know, he was very judgmental. Uh, he knew how to work a reality TV show, you know. he's He's got to be prepared for his, his big time. Uh, no, but realistically, guys, it it's... It's such a strange fucking case because this thing is awesome. I mean, it's not awesome because it did so it killed so many people. You know, and that's bad. But it it's such an awesome story. It's such an awesome case. And so what do you think? What do you think it was? Do you think it was a wolf? Do you think it was a tiger, a lion, a hyena, a thylacine, you know, a Tasmanian tiger? Uh something like that. Maybe a species that we don't have again because it went extinct back then. Maybe was it uh, just a super large, pumped up, steroided out Eurasian wolf who ran into a radioactive isotope from the underground? I don't know. I'm trying to think of how a radioactive wolf would exist that time period of non-gamma radiation a la Incredible Hulk stuff. Um, by the way, go see the new Doctor Strange film. <laughs> we love Marvel. Uh, we love all comic book movies. Well, anyways, 
won't get into that wound. Uh, but yeah, just thinking about that menagerie of creatures that it could be is exciting because it's it's like it was stated as being like a wolf, but big, having claws and talons, but having a, a, a nose like a greyhound. So I mean, what the freak is that? Uh, but that's that's. That's part of that mystery is, was it a giant wolf? Was it this? Was it that? Anyways, um, again, there are also other rever- references to the Beast of Jevedon, um in like uh, fantasy and movies and, and film and, and in uh, uh, video games. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Ah. <sighs> I really feel like I, I, I feel like uh oh man, I'm really trying to remember there was something Oh, 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 what was the show? It was a show, uh a, a TV show on MTV. They made reference to it. Um Teen Wolf. The the new Teen Wolf. And I gotta tell you guys, I got through one season of that and I was like, nah, done. 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 I don't care. This is this is terrible. This is awful. The show is terrible. Um I think there's also a video game that makes reference of it. If not, they need to. They need to get a game out there and boom. Uh Netflix will make a new feature film about it. We'll see about that. You know, Netflix hasn't been doing too well. Uh the cursed a twenty twenty two movie set in France features the beast as a gypsy curse placed on a French village. Ooh, Ooh. the cursed, a 2022 movie set in late 19th century France features the beast as a gypsy curse placed on a French village. That's cool. That's really cool. I like that. That's, 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 that's awesome. I I can't wait to see that. I hope you guys are ready to see if you haven't seen it already, if it's not already out, I don't know. Um, but yeah, man, awesome. Sweet. There's some stuff coming out. Then uh, there was an episode of Animal X, uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf, a movie. Uh, in the movie The Wolfman, there is a cane given to Lawrence Talbot that was acquired from the previous owner in the city of Chavoudon. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So there's no there's no shortage of 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 history of things to look up books about this. Um, so don't hesitate guys to research more about this. Uh, I think the next case we're going to do is going to be a little different though. I think we're going to go back to the spirit realm. Uh, but that's it boys and girls. Again, if you're listening, rate the show, give us five stars because that helps us get more listeners, do more things, possibly do live shows, do t-shirts. Cause I got some cool t-shirt ideas. Uh, that was lame. Don't 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 accept me that way. I'm better than that. I'm much better than that. Um, but no, we're gonna talk about that because you know five stars means that more listeners. More listeners means Patreon. Patreon means bringing other people in to do a roundtable discussion about paranormal events and paranormal cases. So get us those listeners. Also go to Paranormal Rabbit Hole Podcast. All one word on Instagram. Paranormal Rabbit Hole Podcast. All one word on Instagram. 
go there, follow us, chat with us. Um, you know, we're, we're working on getting on there more. It's, it's very tough because we do, we're doing so much else, you know, we got a billion other things. So it's very hard for us to post, but we're getting better all the time. But tell us what you want to talk about. Go visit us there again, paranormal rabbit hole podcast on Instagram. But guys, the beast of Jevedon, there it is. And, uh, Thank you for going down this paranormal rabbit hole with me. Good night. Sweet dreams. Don't let the beast of Jevadon pipe. I don't know. Later.